Hello, 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 and welcome to the To Be Honest podcast, where Tuesday is Truth Day and Jesus is Lord. I am your host, Bray DeWalt, hallelujah, and so thankful that we are here today. I have in the house, DeAndra Ropa Shine, honey. Oh my gosh, this is one of the most amazing women of God. And I am so thankful to be here with her that, or she's here with us today. Again, you know, we said we were going to do a part two. We know this is a part three, four, five. And so we're just thankful to be talking about this topic. And today's topic is identity theft. Yes, we are talking about how the enemy comes to steal our identity. Well, good morning, D. How are you doing? Hey, y'all. Guess who's back? D is back. <laughs> amen. Amen. And she and back she is. So I pray that y'all are blessed from this series because I know that we are blessed as we study through it. Amen. Man, I amen. Really enjoy so, this topic. Huh, say that again. I said, I really enjoyed this topic. I really hope others have too. I mean, we have so much revelation that God's just showed us in these past um, times of preparation and it's been amazing. Amen, amen, amen. So, you know, we talk about how the enemy comes to steal our identity, right? And you understand that when we are, you know, in this in this world we call life people can come and they can steal our identity the next thing you know they have a house they have a car and all of this and now we gotta prove who we are because they have taken our identity from us and so now we gotta begin to see see they stole our identity see and i i, I know right now some some people have dealt with that they have dealt with somebody taking their identity but you know what we give it away and well the enemy steals our identity all the time in the kingdom we don't even begin to understand how he comes to steal our identity what 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 say you about this identity theft that we're dealing yeah. with in the spirit realm? <laughs> oh God, we are. Uh, listen, the more we talk about this, the more we trace it back to where who's who's the culprit here, right? Where's the source? How, where, and then when you, then it's like it's like God is allowing us to be CIA agents in the situation, right? Where's the source? And let's go back to find out the origin. And as we study, we see the origin being with the enemy. It predates Adam. It predates Eve. It's all the way back when God kicked the enemy out of heaven. But for today's topic, I love the fact that we're going to go into Adam and Eve, you know, where it all began. And we see that because we are, we are children of Adam and Eve, right? Yes. We yes. follow the same cycles that they did. Come on, come on. Now, see, you just added another piece to it. You keep adding all these pieces. We never going to get done. No, okay. That's okay. <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and you, you are absolutely correct. And we're going to go ahead and start with Adam and Eve. And so in Genesis 3, 14 through 15, I'm going to read it out of New King James. I know that's not my normal translation, but I will go ahead and read it out of that this time. And it says, so the Lord God said to the serpent, because you have done this, you are cursed more than all cattle and more than every beast of the field. 
on your belly you shall go and you shall eat dust all the days of your life and I will put enmity between you and the woman look he gonna put enmity between us and the <laughs> between us and Satan listen and between your seed and her seed and he shall bruise your head and you shall bruise his heel oh my gosh thank you god for your word for your word see this help us to understand also the position that satan is in he is on the ground eating dust y'all listen he is on the ground eating dust and yet we allow him to steal our identity so I love this. I love this this chapter. And we encourage you to go back and read it and get some fresh revelation for it. But for the time of purpose of this podcast, let's just set up the scene. You have God. He's already made Adam in his image. He's already blown the dust. He, he pulled Eve out of the rib. And he said, now I'm going to give you somebody so you won't be alone. So you have Adam, you have Eve. Now, Adam received the word of the Lord, right? He received yes. the rest instructions not to eat of the tree. Here comes the serpent to Eve. Now here's what we love, the fact that God brought us this revelation about who you're surrounded with. Because the serpent waited to come and talk to Eve when Eve was alone, right? She mm. was isolated. She was away from Adam. Adam wasn't near her. Adam was nope. doing what the Lord told him That's to do. That's it. That's and you it. Commanded to go ahead and name all the flowers, all the beasts of the field, all these things. Anything that you say, it's what it's going to be called. So the woman is by herself and, and society likes to blame Eve right mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> like we all don't do the same thing like we all in isolation <laughs> don't listen to the enemy okay like Come Eve was, a, was the was the root of all evil but she wasn't we see the serpent he came at a strategic point in time mm. when she was vulnerable and she didn't have that undergirding of Adam to tell her don't believe this let's that's not what god said that's it you go back in the chapter and you read the 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 the, the, satan starts asking her making her doubt what god said did god really say that you will surely die he starts questioning everything that the lord said and that's what he comes to do in our mind with our identity are you sure that's what the lord said are you sure that's Mm, the dream are you sure that's where he wants you to be at in this time in your life and from that moment on, doubt creeped in. From mm-hmm. the moment that she entertained him, the moment that we entertain the enemy, we lose our identity. And and that, oh wow. See, now that's a mouthful right there because you're right. The moment we entertain Satan, the moment we sit there and have a conversation, the moment that we think too long, because too many times we can wake up in the morning and look in the mirror and we'd be like, oh my gosh, I look horrible. We're we're entertaining the enemy. I need us to understand we're entertaining the enemy and we're listening to his lies because that's a lie from Satan. That is not from God. God says we are fearfully and wonderfully made in Psalms 139 and yet we can look at ourselves and say I look horrible I look ridiculous I look and again taking away our identity in God so I'm telling you we've got to begin to even when we wake up in the morning say you know what God I thank you that I am you are with me and I am not going to listen to the lies of the enemy so anytime I get up in the morning I'll be like oh my gosh you look horrible that's it uh-uh because I'm not going to buy into with the enemy because that's Ooh. how he begins to steal 
our identity, okay? So I'm telling you, and and also when we talk about that word enmity, that means hostility. That means there's going to be some hostility between me and the enemy. I should be listening to him no way because we we hostile against one another. Listen, there's some opposition there that we got to begin to understand in order for me him to get that close, that means I felt comfortable. I relaxed my my boundary. I need us to understand. <laughs> we we're not trying to relax our boundary. We're not trying to get allow the enemy to get close to us. God said that there was going to be enmity. That means opposition between us and the enemy. Come on now. And listen, I, when we buy into the enemy, he also does this. Okay. He makes us change our position. Mm, Eve was standing there. She's eating. Now she goes to Adam. And what do they do? They start saying, oh, we don't look the way we should. We're close. We we need to add to our skin. Mm. They started hiding before God. They hid themselves before God from what the enemy told them. And what were God's two responses? One, where are you? Two, who told you that you were naked? <laughs> where are you? Because you're not where I told you to be. Oh, and your identity. And then who told you that you were this? Because that's not what I told you. Come on now. <laughs> I love that because we say that now. Who told you that? And so it's like people are living things that, you know, that God never said to live. They're doing things that God never said to do because they learned it in, in the way that they grew up. But you know what, y'all? We gotta be renewed in our mind. Yes. Let the Holy Spirit renew our minds. And I think too many times we allow what we learn to dictate who we are. And we and and, and, and that's a false identity. That's not who God made us come to on, be. When we're allowing the enemy to come steal our identity yes. again because we're identifying with something that's not like us. Listen. Yes. I need us to understand this as we go forward in God. How do we renew our minds? Romans 12 and 2. Be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of our mind that we may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. Let us begin to understand that we cannot walk this walk without renewing our minds. We cannot fight back with the enemy and how the enemy comes to us if we don't renew our mind on the word of God. We have allowed him to steal too many times and it's time for us to fight back. Amen. Amen. That's so good. And I, I so you, the listener might be wondering, why are you talking about your mind? Because I feel like the enemy is attacking my finances or I feel like the enemy is attacking you and my children, my family. It all, he has no power. So that's why we talk about the mind because he's not going to be able to make something happen. But as long as you come to agreement, you and your mind can do the will of the enemy because he attacks your mind. And then he gets you. How will we say people are led by the enemy? They allowed them, they allowed him to speak to the mind. Come on. Listen, he didn't do nothing to Eve. He just sat there and questioned everything that God told her. And she then reached out, grabbed the fruit. Come on, come on. And not not to mention she had everything she needed. They were already fully supplied. They already had everything that they needed. And 
and here comes the enemy. And see, many times we have everything that we need and still now the enemy's coming and he's asking us the question and he's saying this to us and now we're, and we're having this conversation with him. And see, too many of us are talking to the enemy when we should thank, be thanking God for what we have. Listen, we are talking to the enemy and, and we because and, we want something more. You know, that's in our innate, that's in our design, yes. that's in yes. our makeup. Always want more, but we got to learn. And that's why in the Bible, it tells, be thankful. Be mm -hmm. thankful in all things. Be right. thankful. Thank God. And so too many times, oh, give thanks unto the Lord for he is good. We got to start thanking God for what we have. And that would else also help us not to entertain the enemy. Because I think that we're spending too much time entertaining him because we're trying to figure out our next move. Listen. That's <laughs> That's right. One thing I want to go back to that you said is when we're entertaining the enemy. Who's in your circle, right? Mm, the serpent waiting good. for Eve to be by herself without Adam. Come on because now. The, the, I, I wonder if she would have fallen if Adam was next to her because he heard from God. Mm. And even when God questioned Adam, where are you? And who told you this? What did Adam <laughs> say? The woman you gave me. <laughs> to be isolated in that moment. And I think about the times of isolation for myself. And for those of you who've been isolated, I know I, when I was in isolation at school, I, I, I was around the wrong circle. I was depended on those friends that didn't me, profited me no good. They were always wanted to party. They were always the crowd. The, they were the in black crowd is what I called them. They were the crowd that everybody was trying to be with. They, you knew every day they had a party going on. And I struggled really hard to stay in that group. And every time they would leave me out, I dealt with depression. The enemy telling me you're not good enough. They don't like you. So what happened? I began to, you know, the, the, the doctor prescribed me um, pills for, for my severe cramps. And next thing you know, I'm taking oxycodone and I'm popping the whole jar, the cap full of pills, trying to kill myself because I'm feeling like I'm inadequate. That's why you have to watch your circle. Yes. And I, I, I'm telling the viewers, I've never felt as, as strong as I feel now in the spirit because I've surrounded myself with people who are like-minded, who serve the Lord, who are stronger than me in the faith so that they are willing to correct me when I fall. You got to make sure that you watch your surroundings because the enemy's job is to steal, kill, destroy. Come on. And he has you by yourself. You know what she's going to be on the side to do to yes. steal, kill, and destroy. You got to make sure you put boundaries. Oh, that's a new one. Boundaries on <laughs> yourself. That's why the, that's why in our, our you know on our credit score on our on our on our credit cards what do they have I, they have protection yes fraud protection fraud alerts you yes know, firewalls yes. put up so that things cannot penetrate that's what the boundaries are that you have to figure out say Lord show me the areas where I've allowed Satan to creep in to my mind mm. to my thoughts to my actions so that yes. I could put boundaries around those areas in my life. And then I can be strong. I won't fall for the trap of the enemy. I won't let him steal my identity. Amen. Amen. And that is so true. I, you know what? I'm so thankful for even that point because, you know, the thing that you, that you shared even about depression and, and how it can lead you to go ahead and, and want to take your life. But it's again, it's because we're allowing the enemy to speak 
to us. And that's how he begins to steal our identity because he's pouring lies into us. And so we start beginning to believe that we're not good enough. We start beginning to believe that nobody will miss me. We start begin to believe that nobody hears me and they don't care about me. And so that's the lie that the enemy keeps telling you. Nobody wants you. You're not good enough. You're not worthy. But I'm here to tell you that God said that you are worthy. (laughs) He loves you. I thank you right now that he even said in Romans 5 and 8 that he loved us. This is the love that he commended toward us that he saved us while we were yet sinners. So that meant we didn't even have to get it all together because that's another lie of the enemy. And we believe that we have to get it all together and therefore, oh my gosh, and I just can't get it together and I'm just not enough and then we want to demise. But there's another point that you brought out, D, and I want to thank you for that too, is that who do you surround yourself with? It's so important to watch who you surround yourself with because we need people around us that will encourage us and exhort us and admonish us in the faith. Too many times we're around people that don't do that and then we begin to believe the lies of the enemy. And he and that's when he starts to take on, take our identity. And we miss out on what God really has for us. So uh, to, to, to the ones that are dealing with depression, I say to you, give your, give your life to God and just say, God, I surrender all. And even us as Christians, people don't understand that even Christians deal yes. with depression. They deal with thoughts of suicide. Why? Because the enemy has crept in. And I just want to tell you, go to God. First of all, find you a resource and then find you a church. If you need to go to counseling, go to counseling. Just understand that God loves us. He loves you. He loves you. And feel God's love in this time because the enemy is constantly telling you you aren't loved but God says he loves you so I pray right now for those who are dealing with that that you come to God and you know God and for yourself and because he loves us so much and that you don't take on the identity of the enemy or allow him to steal your identity I Oh God, I just thank you. I thank you that you would begin to surround yourself around people who love the Lord and, and who you can talk to in this time and in this season. It's, you know, the, you know, the Bible says the weapons, no weapon formed against us will prosper. But he said the he never said the weapons wouldn't form, but he said they would not prosper. And so I pray right now that this weapon of the enemy that he tries to bring suicidal thoughts and depression on us, it will not prosper. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. See, you know what? This is this is phenomenal. We only got through one scripture, y'all. We, I mean, you know, we <laughs> this is a series. I pray that you stay tuned into this series because even we, you know, God just moves and Holy Spirit has his way. And yes. we we can't make it up, I promise you. <laughs> Okay. Did you want to give any final words before we go ahead and close this one out? You know, I just want to read First Peter two nine, um, and that just reminds me all the time who I am. Yes. Right? It says, "But you are a chosen generation." You are a royal priesthood. Mm. You are a holy nation. You are a peculiar people. Let me interject. So for those of you who felt like we did, you maybe listened to a podcast before where Bray and I was talking about how we always felt 
out the cast because of the color of our skin. You, God said you are a peculiar person. You're not supposed Amen. to fit in with the norm. Amen. You're not supposed to be normal. That you would show forth the praises of him that called you out of darkness and into the marvelous light. Amen. Amen. Well, thank you so much, D. This has been a pleasure. Remember, this is the identity series. And, and this one right here is identity theft. I'm telling you, identity theft is going to be part one, two, three, four. So you know, because we need to understand about identity. So I'm just so thankful to have you on here. I, I thank you right now that if you want to have a discussion with us about this, if you want to bring some points, you you or you just want to say, you know, thank you, that word was for me. You know what? You can reach us on um, our, you know, social media. Dee, what is yours? Go ahead and say yours again. Yeah, um, you can reach me on my Instagram page. I am DeAndra, DeAndra Shine. I don't know why I can't say my name. <laughs> and Facebook, <laughs> on Facebook, DeAndra Rover Shine. That's D-A-N-D-R-A. We look forward to having more conversations with you or even putting in some questions about how we can bring those topics up that's on your mind in relation to identity. All of us are struggling in this area. So this is really a, a, a right now word. Amen. Amen. And also you can reach me on my To Be Honest podcast Instagram page. And also you can reach me on Facebook, Bray, just praising him to walk because y'all know I love to praise him. Hallelujah. I thank you. And I, I, we love each and every one of you and pray that this is a blessing to you. So I speak blessings upon blessings upon blessings in Jesus name. Amen. Be blessed y'all.